Hey friends, Emma here. It's Tuesday, November 1st. Welcome to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with your host, Kevin White. This is the podcast where we say yes to God's call to finish the task of the Great Commission. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin is a best-selling author, international speaker, and serial entrepreneur. He has helped start hundreds of churches, businesses, and nonprofits throughout the world. Now as CEO of Spirit Media, Kevin is reinventing the publishing industry by connecting publishing and branding, starting marketing before publishing, and publishing in every format, everywhere, to all nations. If you need help writing, editing, publishing, marketing your book, or building your brand, get help from Kevin and his team at spiritmedia.us. That's spiritmedia.us. Okay, now here's your host, Kevin White. Thank you so much, Melvin, for sharing that message with us. I hope you, everyone in the audience, has received this master's touch and that you are living your life in order to share the master's touch with everyone that you come in contact with. I hope you'll be back for the final conclusion of part four of this four-part series, The Master's Touch with Melvin Pillay. We'll see you back next week on Missions Changed My Life. God bless you all. So my precious friends, time flies when you're having fun, right? I want to finish up like this and we'll pray. There was a woman, that woman in the crowd. You know the story? She was a woman with the issue of blood, right? She, had the, she was suffering. She went to all the professionals of her age. She, she sought them all out and nobody could help her. She gave all her money away and nothing. Then one day she heard there was this man, Jesus. And as the Lord walked around him, he had his inner circle of disciples. Around them were all the famous people in the city and crowds around him. And there came that lady right from the back. She broke all tradition, all culture, every social standing mindset she had to break. And then she had to enter the group. And then she entered the group, she had to push her way through the group. Listen to what I'm saying. She had to do something mentally. She had to break, get away from the excuses. She had to get away, get away from the comfort zone. She had to get away from tradition and everything that was taught in church, in her case. Only then could she come and then push people aside, out of my way. Out of my way. How do you think she would have went through? What does the Bible say? She pushed through. Does, does the Bible say that? She pushed through, right? So what does that mean? They didn't say, oh, the lady is here. Let's make a path for her. No. They didn't say, Barbara is here. Now let the crowd, let the Red Sea open. No. Barbara had to go in and say, water, get out in the name of Jesus. Get out, get out, get out. I can tell you what. She was not a nice Christian. <laughs> She was righteous, she was holy, and she meant business, and she pushed. 
And she pushed and she pushed and she pushed. Eventually, she came up into that inner circle where the, the Lord's disciples, the renowned ones at that time. And she came. And what did she say? If I can touch the edge of his garment, then I will be a better Christian. <laughs> that was a trick one right there. No, you don't go all that way to be a nice Christian or to be a better Christian. You go there, I will touch his garment and I will be healed. Nice people finish last. Nice Christians are devoured by the devil. Godly, holy Christians. Ones filled with faith. They are the ones that touch his garment. And what did Jesus say to that lady? He said, who touched me? Who touched me? Let me ask you a question. In a crowd of people, do you think perhaps that other people were touching Jesus? Is it possible? Yeah. How is it? They were all touching him. And he didn't comment. You know how? They all touched him because they walked with him for so long. They were so familiar with Jesus. But only one woman of faith touched him. You want, to, you want God to turn his eyes and look towards you? You want God to say, my child, all you have to do is have one ounce of faith that that lady had. People of faith touch his garment and he goes, who touched me? And power left him. Your faith in Christ, your faith will release God's power into your life. That's what killed her. The power of God through her faith. But she had to go through a few steps. Step number one, she had to break tradition. She had to get away from her excuses. She had to get away from comfort zones. She had to get away from religion. Then she had to push people out of her way. That's how you get the power of God in your life. Don't ever forget that. When God has called you to do something, the first thing you've got to do is think, right? Mr. Ziegler used to say, your life and business is not good or bad out there. Your life and business is good or bad right here in between your own two ears. If your thinking is stinking, your life and business, they're heading in the same direction. Think right about God. And you will change. And when you change, everything changes. That's God's guarantee for you. So may the Lord give us all the right mind, the mind of Christ. May God give us eyes to see his kingdom. And may we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and worry about nothing in Jesus' name. There was a man one day, he went to his wife and said to her, sweetheart, why do you always cut off the end of the Thanksgiving ham? She said, I don't know. Mom used to do that. So they went and said, Mom, why do you always cut off the Christmas, the end of the, the Thanksgiving ham? She said, I don't know. 
grandma used to do that. So they went to visit grandma. I said, grandma, why do we always cut off the end of the Thanksgiving ham? Oh, grandma said, when I was a little girl, the baking trays were so little, we had to cut off that end so that it could fit in the oven. What am I saying? That is tradition. That is religion. We do things and we don't know why we're doing it. We're just following through because mom did that, grandma did that. Listen, what was wise and insightful then can be absolutely meaningless and mindless right now. You have got to ask yourself the question, this tradition I have of Christianity, this religion I have, is it what God wants for today? That lady had to break tradition. She had to break away. Say this with me. She had to break tradition. She had to break religion. She had to break mindsets. She had to break excuses. And she had to break out of her comfort zone. Before she could get into the game. And once she got into the game, what did she have to do? Number one, stop being a nice Christian, okay? She had to push. Don't we say, oh no, God's going to take care of it. How many times have you done that? Listen to me, please. As your brother, I'm saying this to you. The Holy Spirit of God does not work for you. He's not your servant. We are his servants. You can't just say, well, God's going to do that. No, 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 no. It's God working in you and through you to get the work done. Don't be lazy in the sense, well, God's going to do that. No, he'll say, buy a plane ticket and go to Europe. Go. Go in Jesus' name. This is how God uses us for the glory of his son. Okay, my time has come to an end. So let me just, let's just pray for, Father, we just thank you so much. As we just pray in this room here right now, Father, we just come against, why don't you stand up, stand up, my, my friends. Let's just come against infirmity, not just in our lives. Let me ask you, are you important? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Let's pray for ourselves and then let's pray for people and let's pray for this nation that's sick, that God, God opens the eyes of his ministers in this country, that God, God takes away fear from the shepherds of this nation. Pastors are so important in America. Let's pray for them. You know how many pastors are committing suicide right now? It's astonishing how many pastors are leaving the church right now. Let's pray for pastors to be encouraged. We need the men and women of God. We need them. We need to pray for them. And pray for their hearts. Pray against all fear. Pray that they can boldly proclaim and preach the kingdom of God and his message because they are facing issues right now. The moment they speak a word, they can be arrested. All these madness. But let's pray that they are not intimidated, that they preach the word of God in truth and righteousness. So, so help us, God. Let's pray. Father, we just pray for our own bodies right now. We pray for healing in the name of Jesus. And we come before you, not begging you. We take your word that says, I am healed in Jesus' name. I am healed right now. Every infirmity be gone in Jesus' mighty name. I break every curse of illness. I break every, every infirmity and every cancer in the name of Jesus. Every diabetes, every blood pressure. Lord God, 
In the name of Jesus, may every infirmity be gone. We curse it at its root right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Over our bodies, we come against those infirmities. For you are a God that heals. You are the same God in the Bible. And you are the same God right here in North Carolina. You can heal. Stretch out your hand, oh God. I believe, I believe, I believe. I believe that you healed me in the name of Jesus. Thank you for healing my body. But Lord, that's not as important. Heal my mind. Remove all smallness from my thinking. Take away all tradition. Take away all mindsets. Lord, take away the lies that I believe. That I am too young. That I am too old. That I am a woman. That I am this color. Enough! Enough with these lies. You can use me. Now God, oh use me please. For your glory. Say this with me. Lord, I am getting out of your way. So that you can bless me. And use me. I am ready. I will take this message of the kingdom. Across my city. Across my nation. Across this globe. In the name of Jesus. So help me God. So help me God. I am making a declaration today. That I will do whatever you tell me to. I have placed my hands on the plow. And I am not looking back. I will accomplish the purpose of my life. For the glory of Jesus. I will not go to my grave. Leaving this purpose. Leaving this purpose unfulfilled. In Jesus' mighty name. I bless my children. To go in the name of Jesus. To proclaim the kingdom. To heal the sick. To cast out demons. To raise the dead. In Jesus' mighty name. Father God, I bless all my friends and family. With the healing power of God. Be healed in Jesus' name. Now. Now. Lord, I bless America right now. In the name of Jesus, I tear down every strong man and every stronghold in the name of Jesus and bind every demonic spirit. For this is what the Bible teaches me. I believe the word of God. I am done with tradition. I am done with man's religion. I want true, the true God. I want the kingdom of God in my life. Let my church be a church of a kingdom church. Let the power of God come into my church. Lord, I pray your protection over my pastor. And I pray, Lord, the fire of God in him. Lord, give him wisdom. Courage and boldness to stand and proclaim the gospel in Jesus' name. Lord, I lift up my hands and I bless my nation. America shall be saved and shall be healed and shall be the lighthouse of the world in Jesus' name. In Jesus
Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I am not afraid of anything. I am not afraid of death. I am not afraid of bills. I am not afraid of the devil. This day I know the devil is afraid of me because Christ lives in me. Now, Father, you used young men in the Bible. You've used young women in the Bible. You've used old men in the Bible. And you've used old women in the Bible. So that tells me I cannot bring the excuse of age. I am done with lying to you. I'm done with lying to myself. Here I am, Lord. Send me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you so much. Okay. Amen. Amen. Wow. Now go. Now go in Jesus' name. Okay. Melvin, thank you so much for sharing this powerful message with us. It is my prayer that you, everyone in the audience, has received the Master's Touch. You're living your life to share the Master's Touch in every way possible as we finish the task of the Great Commission. We'll see you back next week on Missions Change My Life. God bless you all. Research shows three billion people still have limited to no access to know about Jesus. Did you know that if three billion people formed a human chain, it would circle the earth at the equator 75 times? One of those billion people far from God calls India home. Global Hope India has been empowering Christian churches throughout India as they provide access for all people to know about Jesus. Learn more at globalhopeindia.org. That's globalhopeindia.org. Thank you for listening to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with Kevin White. Don't forget to visit spiritmedia.us for help in writing, editing, publishing, marketing your book, or building your brand. Visit spiritmedia.us today. Visit kevinwhite.us and join thousands of subscribers to Kevin's free daily one-minute motivation series called Generously Blessed. Kevin's books, Audacious Generosity and Get to the Point, are available in hardback, paperback, ebook, and audiobook at kevinwhite.us, worldwide on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and everywhere books are sold. Your five-star review on Amazon will be greatly appreciated. This has been Missions Changed My Life with Kevin White. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright Global Hope India, all rights reserved. Each week, we bring you a message of how God uses missions to bring real and lasting change through Jesus Christ. Join Global Hope India again next week for Missions Changed My Life with Kevin White.